Stories of the human spirit. Candid conversations about action, passion, and love. The Law of Action is about living in balance, moving forward with momentum in inspired action. Overcome challenges, create success, amplify your life, and achieve things you never thought possible. It's all waiting for you. If you're ready to break through your fears and live your life in massive action, this is the show for you. He's a best-selling author, speaker, advisor, your host, Mr. Action himself, Rob Actis. Welcome to the show, Action Takers. Glad to have you here. Living the Law of Action is based on my book, The Law of Action. And I love to connect with the movers and shakers of the world who are passionate about the good they do for others and who listen to their hearts, taking inspired action every single day. If this is your first time joining us or you've been listening to us for a while, I want to personally thank you for listening in and being here. Please rate and review the Living the Law of Action show on your favorite podcast platform on this show. My guests are incredible. People who are forces for good in the world around them, and they live a life of inspired action. My guest today, well, she does just that. Today, Sandy Grigsby and I discuss confidence and how to accomplish your goal. You know, if you want to get off your butt, take care of yourself, and find the confidence and not make any excuses... Well, action takers, this is the show for you. My friend Sandy Grigsby is a top personal branding image expert, TEDx speaker, and founder of Brio5, a leading personal branding studio with a focus on entrepreneurs, executives, and industry leaders. As a highly sought-after image specialist, due to her remarkable transformations, Sandy has worked with celebrities, leaders, and industry experts from all over the globe. Coming from a biracial, bicultural family, Sandy's obsession with personal branding stems from her own struggles with self-worth, confidence, and marketing herself effectively. Hmm. Well, she's an author, content creator, and mentor working to help people discover their authentic inner, wow, confidence and reinvent how the world sees them. Sandy, welcome to the Living the Law of Action show. Thank you so much for having me, Rob. Absolutely. All right. Well, we'll start things off. If you haven't noticed, it's true. Uh, Sandy is the boy version of me. So there you go. I don't know if that's a compliment. I, it's or so true. <laughs> I'm the girl version of you. You're the boy version of me. I love it. Okay. And you have hair. So like, it's honest. So check it out. So I'm looking at you on screen. And if I had hair, I would like to have long flowy hair. I just think that would be really cool. So I'm an extremist. So I went from no hair. Let's get started here. So before we started, you were talking about how you kind of fell into your success in branding in in an unusual way in that you were doing branding for clients and the boring stuff and just all the, you know, everything that we do to make people look great. And then you discovered what? Well, yeah, I was doing graphic design, web design. I was building websites for huge talents in, I don't want to date myself, but early 2000s. I was working in Los back Angeles. In the day. I the, back in the day, working for some <laughs> of the leading photographers out there. And I realized this ongoing thing. I hated working for people. I was working for photographers. I was following their hours, their rules. It wasn't working out for me. On top of that, I was getting sexually harassed at the job. That wasn't working either. So I well, left everything and became cool. freelance. That's not cool. No, it was hmm, horrible. Don't like that. But I became freelance and then taking on these clients on my own, I started realizing they all had the same problem. And the problem was they would give me terrible photographs of themselves 
They didn't have a clear messaging. They didn't know what they were doing with wanting a specific look. They had no idea. I had to create everything from scratch and I had to ask them over and over again to give me new photographs. I had to write their copy for them. I literally did everything. Logo design, graphic design, uh, the photography selection, trying to tell them how to get their pictures taken. It was a nightmare. So eventually I'm not, I, I'm not laughing at you. I'm crying because I, the same thing. I've got a client. Hopefully she's not listening to this show, but if she is too bad, uh, I've been working on a brochure for her and we're going on, I don't know, eight months. Eight months, and then where they just disappear. Like, they're yeah. on, like, my phone blows up all the time. Hey, I need this tomorrow. Da, 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 da. Okay, well, let me just create something from scratch in, like, four hours. It doesn't work that way. And then, here's your here's your review. Let me know, you know, let me know how we can adjust. Mm-hmm. Crickets. That's how it goes. Crickets. Believe it or not, it's because they, they're using being busy as an excuse, but really, they just don't know what they want. Because they don't know right. how to describe themselves and market themselves. And that's where I find most of my people get stuck. Yeah. Well, I want to go even farther than that. Because you mentioned that you actually found a niche from dating websites and dating apps. That's kind of fascinating. I like that. Yeah. The story behind it is actually kind of crazy. So my whole lifetime of disasters, you know, from the jobs I worked to the relationships I got in led me to a matchmaking company. And I actually ended up breaking up with this guy that I was madly in love with and he wouldn't commit. And I was like, why won't he commit to me? And I was heartbroken. So I went on this vacation with my mom and my mom was so sick and tired of me moping and crying over this guy that she signed me up for a matchmaking company that week. And we were in the Grand Cayman Islands. And I went to the matchmaking company for my interview And they loved me right off the bat because I was like the perfect person for them to match people with, right? And then they realized that I did photographs because I was doing photographs for my clients for their websites. And they go, well, can you photograph some of our clients? I'm like, sure. And then I started photographing their clients and I realized, why am I doing pictures to make them look sexy to get them a date when these people are going to Google them and they're going to see their disastrous LinkedIn photos or their horrible Facebook images. (laughs) So I said, let's do your whole entire personal brand from soup to nuts. Let's start from your business to your personal life. Let's create a look because you're going to be looked up on Google. And that's how I fell into this niche and became a master of image for personal branding. I love it. Well, I went to your website and I saw that you, you know, you kind of went front of the line to be on the show. I saw that you shoot with a Canon camera. So I'm like... Okay, she's good. She can she can pass the test. She can be on here. I'm like, I saw a five D yep, Mark III, and exactly, just an incredible camera. I'm like, yeah, there's just something about it. It's kind of like the 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 Apple and Android users. It's very interesting. Like, oh, you're a photographer? Yeah, I shoot the Nikon, and it's like, oh my god. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I actually, I just I know, upgraded so the to Nikon, the newest one, which is the R. I think it's called the R. I, I don't even know because, oh, yeah. you know, you order it. It's the most expensive one. You're like, okay, I'm shooting with this now. It's all digital. It's amazing. It has no mirrors. It's awesome. Yeah, technology is pretty incredible. So you went from from working with a corporate. You don't like people. You just wanted people to just say, send you money, and you not have to interact with them. So that was kind of cool. I that like sounds that. sounds so bad, right? And it, No, it sounds authentic, and it sounds real. Uh, you know, it, how let's reframe that for you. How about instead of saying you don't like people, you you really enjoy being around people that are 
confident and aware of their greatness and their excellence and are, are non-ego based and that they will allow you to serve them instead of being micromanaged. It's kind of like when you hire a professional to do something and you don't let them do it, which I find fascinating. That happens all the time. It happens all the time. And exactly. I don't think it's that I don't like people. I just don't like the wrong people. So I was around exactly. the wrong people. I don't want, I you, I don't people want people to hear this and harassing go. me and taking advantage and yeah. all those things. But you know what's interesting? Over this whole entire journey of what is wrong with me, breaking up with the guy, joining the matchmaking company, helping these women create beautiful images of themselves, I then realized that everything, aside from the sexual harassment, everything was my fault. Because I had yeah. low self-worth. Well, okay. I got it. And you know what? I don't want to say it's your fault. I want to say that you're responsible. I just had this conversation with my daughter yes. yesterday. 22 years old and her life's kind of in uh, a mess right now. She's going through a transition in a relationship and she's actually moving from uh, the East Coast out here to live with dad. And uh, I'm excited Aww. about that. However... She has a life there that she's been there for many years and she has a house full of stuff. And she's like, I need it all to come with me. And I'm like, no, you don't. No, you don't. Because you got to make changes. So what I was telling her was that, and she didn't like hearing this in any way, shape or form. And I had to tell her is that, look, you're responsible for your life. Where your life is right now is because of you, good or bad. And it's not about blame so i was having this conversation with my daughter and was talking to her about responsibility and the responsibility that you're ultimately responsible for everything in your life so where your life is is where your life is based on all the decisions that you've made and it's not really based on blame she's like you're blaming me dad no i'm not blaming you because the power of that is if you take ultimate responsibility for your life for how crappy it is example then you can take responsibility to start today and drive your life to be better. And that's the important part. And that's something for everybody to, to realize is that your life is your life because of the decisions you made. Like it just is. Mm-hmm. And that it's is so, so important true. to and know, my, that, you know I'm responsible for my life. I took responsibility. Yeah. And when I did that, I changed my mindset and everything Absolutely. got better from there. I met the man of my dreams. My business blew up. I make... I've made incredible friendships, loyal, diehard, raving fan friendships. And I'm so happy. I mean, I packed up everything, put it in storage and moved to Bali. I literally created my own life. Once I realized that I was the problem and I needed to reset the way that I thought and lived my life. Absolutely. And it's just, it's easy to snap. I mean, it's that quick. Your life can change so quickly. And if you don't believe me, you know, for imagine for a moment, that your life is your life. You have the extraordinary life and you're driving down the road and all of a sudden you're in a car accident and you end up in the hospital and you're, you're, you know, you're fighting for your life. Your life just changed that fast. The, the wonderful positiveness of your life, the, the income explosion that can happen in your life can happen that quick too. So it can be giveth and it can be taketh away. But the thing that people need to realize is that the giveth can happen extremely fast as well because everybody knows the takeaway is instantaneous. When you lose, you lose. When some, you know, you have your job, you're working your job, everything's great. The next minute they go, uh, Sandy, um, could you please uh, meet me at 9 a.m. tomorrow in HR? 
you, you know what's going to happen. You're, you know that your life is going to dramatically change. And sometimes you don't even get that much morning. Sometimes it's, hey, good morning. Hey, Sandy, um, can you make me an HR in like two minutes? I got to grab a cup of coffee. Yeah, that's never a good thing. Never a good thing. <laughs> now, you talked about self-worth. And, you know, one mm-hmm. of the things important in your life is boundaries. And I love to talk about boundaries in your life. So mm-hmm. you set up boundaries. I love the fact, you know, you were sexually harassed and you finally realized that it's important to set the boundaries. And you could set the boundaries with the people that were being harassing or you can set the boundaries of your their access to you. So... I created the life that I wanted. I stopped hanging out with people who were taking advantage of me. I set boundaries. One of the biggest things that I did to first set boundaries for myself, aside from not hanging out with people who sexually assaulted me or things like that, was I sent out an email to all of my friends. You know those friends that ask you for things that's your expertise, but they don't want to pay for it? but they want you to advise them or do graphics for them or help them with their website or do whatever it is for free. Hey Rob, those friends. Hey Rob can you, can you, and, can you voice my TV commercial for me? Can you, uh, <laughs> yeah, I've heard those. Yeah. 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 Those, yes. Yeah. You know exactly what I'm talking about. So I emailed I every single one of those friends a nice email saying that I have shifted my business. And since I'm so busy with my business now, I am more than happy to make special time for them. And my new rate exclusive for them is, I think I said it at that time as $120 an hour. This was years ago. And a few of them responded, wow. Okay. Awesome. The call stopped. They stopped asking me. And then the other ones that still wanted my help paid. And it was amazing. So that was the first point where I set boundaries for myself was just in my time that I was giving away for free. And it was taking up all my time and I was getting complainers out of it. It wasn't working for me. So I had to set boundaries there. That was the first step. And then from that point, I created more and more boundaries as I went along. You know, I get to share a a text that I got um, the other day. It's so cool. And it's about that. And it really lit me up. And as a freelancer or someone who's a creative and you get asked all the time to do stuff is this, you'll, you'll, you'll repeat, appreciate this. And I, it's a great, Man, I would take this and, and use it because it's powerful. Cause a fair exchange is part of the universal principle of reciprocate, whatever that reciprocate, reciprocation. There's another word. Represent. What is it? It begins with the, ends with the Y. Repre- I don't even know Repre- the word. Now you, you got me. Yeah, that's the one. That's the one. Repre- that's the one. I can't even say it. Reciprocate. Yeah, whatever. Okay. So this is the message I got. So this is super cool. Oh my God. You got gardeners in the background. It's just so funny. They're supposed to come in the afternoon and they're not. They're right outside my door, but it's kind of funny. Okay. So here's the message. And it really lit me up. It's great. I was having a bad day. And it says, Hey, Rob, I know you're super busy doing all the amazing things you do and just being amazing as you, Rob. And I'm still going to ask. I'm putting together an event that I need a moderator for live. You in a chair moderating. How much will it cost me to get you? To be my moderator. Oh my God. Because I only want the best and I know you're the best. What a beautiful message to get. The fair exchange of That's value. always the best. It's so wonderful. You know, it's interesting. I saw this video. It was on TikTok. I'm probably dating myself, but I like TikTok. It's kind of fun. But they were talking <laughs> about, um, you know, going in in a bar. And this woman was, was saying, hey, um, yeah, I'd like a drink. 
and put it on my tab. I'm the friends of the owner, so I get my drinks for free. And she's like, you know, if you're friends of the owner, you would pay because you want to support your friend, the owner, and his business. A hundred percent. One of my sure best you do the friends same. ever, she paid for my service. She paid me thousands yeah. of dollars to do her portraits and her branding. And she became a diehard raving fan. She's one of my best friends ever. And now she works with me in my business. And it's like the most perfect relationship ever. Yeah. And there are times, and I'll admit it, where I've offered my services to a friend because they're my friend and I want to pay them with my services because I love them and I love what they're doing. And that's my choice. Absolutely. It, you know, I, I, I think fair exchange is, is a wonderful thing, you know, especially, you know, um, it's, it's just really important to set the boundaries of that. And it's important to set the boundaries of relationships with people in your life. And that will dramatically change your life. And not only will it change your life, but it will change the way that people interact with you in a big, yes. big way. Because if people are violating you your boundaries. Teach people how to treat you. Exactly. Exactly. And if you let them treat you poorly, you will be treated poorly. If you think that someone is violating your boundaries and then you call them on them and you set a boundary 99 times out of 10, they will go dark on you. They mm -hmm. will go completely dark because you have blown their mind. They, they don't know what to do. And you know, then what you know, you're like, is, what pains me is when I see people who put up a yeah. boundary and then it gets broken right. by a partner or a friend and then they right. don't stick to it. They just go, okay, I'll let it slide this one time. And then it happens again and again and again. And they can't figure out why they're living in frustration and stress all of the time. And your life is your life because of the decisions that you make in your life. So if you allow people yes. to violate your boundaries and to take advantage of you, your life is your life because of those decisions. Once you take responsibility of that and you set the boundaries, that is so, so powerful. It's just... I, man, like I have a couple boundaries and that is don't lie to me and don't be late. Like those are kind of my yep. most important boundaries. Don't just respect those are my really time. Good don't, ones. don't lie to me. I don't, I don't do well with people lying to me. That's not a good, I just, I don't so just tell So even though I work with clients on personal branding and teaching them how right. to look incredible online, a lot of the things that we work on is self-worth because you can't be incredible online, in meetings, in person, with relationships, if you don't value yourself. So when we go through that, we teach boundaries all of the time. I love you, Sandy. You're so great. We are, a, you're definitely a, a, not a boy version of me, but I'm a boy version of you. Um, we are so aligned. We've never met before. So um, mm -mm. I like just a minute before we got on. So I have a new program coming out. It's called The Lie. I'm not worthy. And it's all about self-worth and worthiness. And it's just so funny because that's the conversation I'm always having with people. And they don't, and here's, here's an example of how you can know if you have self-worth or not. It's really obvious. And we'll find out if sound, Sandy has self-worth. So I go, Sandy, I looked at your website, really beautiful branding. I loved your photographs. They're just absolutely incredible. And then you respond by saying, Thank 
you. I yeah, that was a lot. I teed it up. I, I love my up. pictures, too. I teed too. it up for you so perfect. <laughs> that was like the perfect layup, like volleyball. I'm like, here, I'm setting the ball for you to spike because there's a wide opening. <laughs> and you're like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm on my phone right now. I can't talk. No, I wasn't. <laughs> I was listening. I'm like processing. I'm like, wait, hold on. Wait, prior conversation. Where were we? Yes. Thank you. You're just so I, enamored I with my voice. You're so enamored by my voice. You can't even concentrate. The nutty professor is, is no. back. I know, right? Yeah, I wish. Okay, so inside joke. So that's an example of someone who feels worthy and has good self-worth. And you can determine yes. if you have self-worth or not is have someone give you a compliment, receive a compliment. You go, well, mm-hmm. you know, it could have been you will not accept a compliment. You just won't. Yes. And, you That's know, hard I, for so many I host, people. Oh, I host rooms on Clubhouse and called and uh, it's called Breakthrough Fear Motivational Podcast Mindset every Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And what I've discovered, these are all people that are wanting to start a podcast. A lot of them have not done it for two years or longer, which is amazing. And the common thread. And that's where the course was created by. Because I was just so frustrated with like, how do I? And I just started talking and I all of a sudden turned into a program. It's pretty amazing that way. And self-worth and worthiness is like the underlying factor. And it's amazing yeah. how people. And the other thing is with self-worth is that they believe all of the press about them. They believe about all the things they're, 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 that their friends are saying about them. And it's just... And they're also believing that little voice in their head that is telling them that they're not worthy and that they're not attractive and they're not talented. They're not skilled. They're not a good photographer. They're not a great voiceover actor. All that stuff. I'm not a good plumber. I'm not a good electrician. I'm not a good mom. And it's just amazing to me. Rob, what was the origin of your self-worth issue? You know... Well, it's interesting because I wrote the book that I needed to read, The Law of Action. And the self-worth was, you know, I, and I, and I, with my clients, I, I do the same thing is that if something is so easy and so effortless, you're not playing big enough. So I looked at where I was playing and I play, I play pretty big. I have, I'll say I play pretty big. I, I, I swim with the big fish and. I was, I was, I heard me one day either on a podcast room and I said, yeah, if things are too effortless and it's too easy and everything's going, no matter how successful you are, then you're not playing big enough. I'm like, wow. Okay. That applies to me. So I was just thinking and I was wrote down and I was thinking all the different ways that I don't feel worthy. And, and it's funny because I'll, people will go, you don't feel worthy of this great life. You do all this stuff. I mean, we all have it like Sandy has it. I want to declare that she has it, but I would assume she does. And we've got it really dialed in and handled. But that voice comes in all the time. And it's But really, I'm asking it's, what was the un- origin, Rob? Where did it come from? Because everyone's self-worth issues. Oh, the, oh I can tell you exactly somewhere. what it was. Oh I oh yeah. So the origin is um when I was growing up as a little kid and I had older brothers and sisters and they just used to tell me, you know, I'm I'm not good. I'm not good. I was a magician. Oh, you're terrible. This, you know, I was a performer all the time. You want to be in radio. You're never going to be in radio. I mean, I want to be in radio since I was a little teeny boy and it comes through all that time. And, you know, you have family that's 
supportive or not supportive. And it could be one little comment. Like to give an example of how, and I don't know where this came from, but I have in my room, in my, in my guest room, if you ever stay here, you'll see it. It's funny. People go, why is this picture here? It's a, it's a painting that I did when I was in second grade. And it's of a, of, of a lion. I should post this sometime. It's of a, um, a tiger in a grass. And I was in second grade and I painted it. And it's really good. Like the tiger is inside the grass. So there's layers of this. And I was what, you know, eight years old, seven years old. And apparently someone told me, you know, this painting sucks. You can't paint because I don't draw. I don't paint. And I'm a lot older than, than, than when I was in second grade. And it's interesting because, um, I just went with my wife to one of those wine and paint places, those sip and wine places, which is really a lot of fun where they have a, a, a photo, a painting that you're going to draw and you learn how to paint in front of everybody. And it was amazing because I'm like, wow, I haven't touched a paintbrush to do that because of that. And so it's interesting how things are said, but now I look at it and I'm like, someone must have said something. Because I stopped painting. And had I refined my craft since I was in second grade, you know, I could probably be an average painter, you know, like a coffee table, not a coffee table, but, you know, yeah. not, not a great painter, but I could paint. And now um, I'm just starting over, which is interesting. But it's funny if you go back in time, that's, it's just some conversation. It could have been anything, you know, you could have been singing. It never happened when I was performing. Like, I don't think, because I was really good at magic, and I think I wowed my family. So I don't think it was ever that, because that was never an issue, but for drawing and for other stuff. So like standing in front of a stage, I have no fear whatsoever. They never, ever, because my confidence was really high back then. But drawing or um, being organized, because I was a messy little kid, you know, those are self-worth issues that have carried me through. Mm -hmm. And it's so important to... Not let them control. You can still have them, but not to let them control you. Because but a lot I think of that's the issue that My most voices. people face. Yeah. Most yeah. people face that they don't even acknowledge or know what that origin story is. They don't even know where it comes from. They just say, oh, I'm oh, afraid of dogs or I can't right. do that. I can't paint. I'm not good at painting, but they don't actually know why. And then once they start <laughs> digging deep, and looking at their history and realizing that some of the stuff that they've always believed is actually fake news. It's, it's quite interesting news. to see what you can accomplish. It's all fake news. So my origin story is when I was a yes. little girl, my dad was teaching me math because I had a homework assignment. And they had, you know, the circle with the pie and the charts and trying to figure out how, fractions. And my dad got angry at me because I couldn't understand what he was saying. He was saying... If you have a pie, and I was thinking food, I was probably like eight, and you split it <laughs> into this too. many pieces, and you remove right. one piece, how much of the pie do you have left? And I'm thinking like, I'm a kid. It's after school. I'm hungry. Right. I don't know, blueberry pie. It doesn't look like a pie. It looks like a circle. So I answered right. incorrectly because I didn't understand. He hit me on the head with a pencil. So I answered again, uh. wrong, of course, and he hit me again. And then I answered again in desperation because I was afraid because the pencil hurts when you get hit. Have you ever been hit on the head with a pencil? That thing hurts. Would you? Um, I've been hit on the and head it with just many kept going. So, you know, and he was just really aggressive in telling me how stupid I was that I couldn't figure it out because I didn't understand what he was saying as a child. 
that bled into my whole entire life of having a fear of numbers and math and just assuming that I was stupid when it came to fractions. Wow. Yeah. And And that impacted everything. And now I go, I'm really good at math. When it comes to tax season, I'm a numbers cruncher. I'm better than my bookkeeper. I can't catch mistakes. They don't even catch. That's awesome. Now, okay. So here's the thing. Um, how do you, cause you are confident and I love that. And that's, and I'm very confident. And it's, it's interesting how people really have a difficult time with people that are confident. It, they're overwhelmed by that. And there's that fine line between cocky and confidence. And I'm really confident. If you ask me to do a voiceover, you ask me to go get on stage with 25,000 people, I'm on there. Not a problem. You ask me to, to voice over something. I got you. Do a podcast. No hesitation. And that takes confidence. And you have to, you know, just, it just comes from within. So where do you find your confidence? How, how do you accomplish your goals and how do you dive deep to have that confidence? What's the, where does that knowing come from? Well, for me, I had to overcome my self-worth issues first, but then the tool that I used oh, to yeah. maintain my confidence was realizing that confidence comes with experience, not excuses. Yeah. So right. if you, you have, have experience it. at doing something, yeah, you'll be confident in it. The best example I give is when you were a little kid, did you know, like when you were a baby, actually becoming a child, how to take a shower? No. No. I Most kids hate showers. They freak out. They don't want to be in the bath. They don't want to be in the showers. They hate it. They didn't know. But over time and repetition and experience, they got really great at taking showers. Right. So now, are you afraid of taking a shower? No. I know. This is so uh, simple, but that's how it is. You like it. Exactly. Now you like it. Now you're like, oh, yeah, I could take a shower. You can teach anyone <laughs> to take a shower. It's that easy for you. But that goes with anything, whether it's speaking on stage, yeah. whether it's making a souffle, whether it's doing investments. It doesn't matter what it is. If you start and you're horrible at it, you learn from your mistakes and you do it again and again and again and again. Eventually, you'll get great at it. You think Picasso knew right. how to paint the way he paints from the first shot? No way. No, no. And what's interesting about that is that it's all about building a foundation and building that momentum in your skill set. And yes, you know, it, it, it's it's so important to know. I was in a, a workshop the other day and I was in with and it was a speaking workshop it was a marketing of speak not whatever but here's the thing i have my skill set i have my voice i have my ability to be on camera i have my ability to speak and i'm very confident i'm very polished the other people in in the in the group were not they were just transitioning from whatever they were doing plumbers electricians uh, nurses whatever to do this and it was amazing because they were just so frustrated that I was so good is what they said. And I said, here's the reality. I've been doing this for a long time. We had to ad lib. Yes. We had to ad lib some stuff and talk about ourselves. And I said, look, I started out not knowing. Now, it happened to be when I was a kid because I've been doing this for a long time. 
but I've built my building blocks. I've built my foundation. And that's what comes with the confidence. And that's why, yes. you know, speaking of dating, it's interesting because one of the things that women are extremely attracted to, guys, listen up. I'm telling you, and I had a dating expert on a while ago, um, my friend Kimmy, and we had this conversation. It's so important. Women, you could not be a very attractive man. You might not even have a lot of money or a lot of success. But if you have instilled confidence in your soul and your being, you will get interaction with that woman or man. It's that just, is it's just so the way it is. True. I have a it's confession just the way to it make. Is. Rob, yeah. I dated a guy yeah. just because of the way he walked in the room. He had such yeah. beautiful posture. He was so confident. He looked me in the eye. He came up to me, had a conversation. I was completely smitten by him. What I didn't know, yeah, it was fake powerful. confidence. He was pretending to oh, be confident. Oh, and okay. then later, all his fears and dark weakness came out. But that confidence, that illusion of confidence completely captivated me. So if you walk in, even if you don't have the confidence, but you can fake it for a while, you can create magic. Yeah, it's interesting that, and you can see this in a room when, when things open up again um, after this pandemic, you will see the people that are the movers and shakers. You can see what's going on in the rooms. You know, when I, I remember when I was speaking before um, COVID hit, the first thing I would do, I'd be at the door. They didn't always know that I was speaking and I would be saying hi to everybody. I mean, everybody knew who I was. And then when I got on stage, they all knew me. And it's a, it's a, it's a really, uh, you know, common, common trick or, or technique that most speakers do. They will stand at the back of the room. They go, Hi, nice to meet you. How are you? Oh, hi, Sandy. Hi, I'm Rob. Nice to meet you. You never say you're speaking. And then you have all these allies on stage. When you're on stage, you're like, I know Sandy. Yep. I know Gina. I know da 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 da. And, you know, talking about confidence as we start to wrap up here is so important. And you can fake it till you make it. And you need to find out what your, what your wheelhouse is. And if you're in your lane and you know it, I mean, if I walked into a room of plumbing professionals, I probably wouldn't be very confident talking about plumbing. However, nope. <laughs> if I walked into a room of podcasters, I'd be very confident to be in a room of podcasters. And I'd be very confident yeah. to be in a room with voiceover talent. And I'd be very confident with speakers. And I'd be very confident with creatives. If you had me in with a bunch of painters, whether a house painter or a, or an artist painter, like for portraits or whatever, I would be like enamored and I would have very little, I would have confidence in myself, but not in ability to, to talk about that. And it's, it's, it all comes down to self-worth as we, as we talked about and how you feel about yourself and the voice that you tell yourself is going to give you your confidence. So one other space where I see that people lack self-worth and confidence, believe it or not, is in their social media profiles. And that's a big part of what I do. I help people create an amazing look online to represent their personal brand. So that means if you are, someone does a Google search on you and you come up, what shows? Is it your LinkedIn, your Twitter? Do you have a website or do you have a Wikipedia page? Do images of you show up? And then what are the quality of those things? Do they match you authentically? Do they match your personal brand? So people always procrastinate here and stall because they have little confidence or low self-worth like, oh, you right. know, I'm not important. People don't need to see me online. It doesn't really matter. It's more about my company without realizing that you are the face of your company. Even if you don't own the company, you're the face. And in order Absolutely. to represent the company well, Absolutely. you have to step up. 
So, Rob, I'd like to ask you, out of yes. all of your social media profiles, yes. which one do you value the most? Huh. I would say... I'd say currently Instagram. I think Instagram is the one that I'm really, really into now. And uh, Facebook just got full of nonsense. And it just got full of a bunch of people that really lack self-worth and were being trolls and attacking everybody. And I didn't like that as much. Uh, Instagram is where I've put all of my eggs. It feels very comfortable to me. Uh, I love it. And I'm even doing more and more. It just feels very organic to me. I really like that. I like, I like being able just to heart someone or just send a message. And, and I'm not an Instagram expert in any way, shape or form, but that's where I've really, really done and photographs. I mean, I'm, I've really stepped up my photos. I do a photo shoot every two weeks. Just did one yesterday with my new Ray-Ban sunglasses. I'm standing outside in the awesome. sun. It's kind of fun. Rob, do you mind if I give you some techniques and ways to enhance your Instagram? That would totally benefit your audience. All right. I love that. I did check out your Instagram. I think that's important. Oh my God. No, yeah. no, 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 you did. Okay. okay. I did. So here are a few things. Oh, First man. of all, I love your profile image. I think it represents you well. It's fun. It's playful. We see your joy, your energy. Fabulous. Your images are great. Again, we see your joy. We see your energy. We see the, the vibration that you want to give off, which seems playful, fun, confident. It's all there. Okay. Britta, pay Here attention to this stuff. Okay, good. <laughs> to begin, your name yes. is your handle, which you are so lucky to get that. People sometimes have a really difficult time. I actually tried to get Sandy Grigsby as my handle on Instagram, and it was taken by someone who didn't even use the profile. I think they had like 10 followers and had zero posts. Oh. I was like, no. Uh, long story there. But I have Sandy in focus as my Instagram handle, which works because I do photography. I help people get their brands in focus. Totally play on words. It works. But for you, your handle is your name, which is wonderful. Given that, now if you go down in the next section in your messaging section of your Instagram, you'll see you say Rob Actis yeah. again. You don't need that right. there. Here's why. That part where your name is a big is ego. I want to see my name multiple times. Exactly. <laughs> That's what most of all I like to see my name. The reason you don't Okay, you know what? I'm going to blame there. it all on Brenna. Okay, <laughs> wait a minute. I got to see this. Hold on a second. Oh, my God. This is so funny. Uh, so go to your profile. I don't need my name. I'm there. Okay. Okay. So go to your profile. Yeah. You'll see it says Rob Actis, right? Yes. Here, I'm going to show you on the screen. This right here, that, you don't yes. need that there. That. Yes. Because that is what comes up in okay. searches. So if someone goes to search your name, your name's already going to come up because it is your handle. But if they want to oh. find what you yeah. do, you want to put your industry or the thing you want to be known for. So author, it could be podcaster, it could be voice actor. That's where you want to put, you want to put your leading thing right there. My that headline. thing that you're That's going to lead headline, with. Right? Yes. Yes. But here's it. the secret to that. It has to be searchable. Think of it like your Google keywords. So if you put, okay, one of my clients, she is a sommelier. Most people don't even know what a sommelier is. They don't even know how to spell sommelier. Oh, so it wouldn't make sense for her. And she's a woman and she's a woman. That's rare. That's super cool. It is super cool. So she had to put wine expert. 
So when people search wine, oh, she is. Boom, too. she's going to come up first. And she's the only one under wine expert. The other wines are just like people who like wine and have it as their handle. So she comes up. So for her, it's really important to have that header adjusted correctly. Secondly, right. you want to take your name, Rob Actus, if you still want to have it there or you have a unique spelling. Like one of my, my uh, friends, her name is spelled so differently. There's spaces between her names. So in her handle, it reads as one word, oh, wow. but it's really split up into three different words. So for her, it would make sense to have her name. So she would, she put it in the next line. So right underneath the bold where you would have Rob Actus, you're going to change that to your headliner. Right. And then the next line Got underneath it. is where you're actually going to put your name so people can see it, especially if it has unique spelling. Then you uh-huh. want to put your descriptors, the things that make you wow. What are the things that make you wow? So you're a voice actor. Just saying you're a voice actor, that's great. But a lot of people are voice actors and they're not working voice actors. So list Uh, the most exciting project that you worked on, something you're really proud of, something that got awards or kudos or everybody knows. List that there. So for example, one of my friends that I helped her with her Instagram actually just today, she worked as an assistant director on Marvelous Miss Maisel. She didn't have that. No one knows. So she just says, I'm an assistant director. And I'm like, what? Put it on there so people recognize you because then they go, oh, you know that girl? I love that Marvelous Miss Maisel movie and or TV show. So then they're going to start following right. her because they want to know what she's up to. So for you, what was right. one of your biggest commercials or voiceover works that you've done in your life? Something big that people will be like, oh, I know that. Well, the one thing is it's it's uh, the fact that I'm the narrator for Hal Elrod's Miracle Morning audiobook. That's, there you that's go. usually what people get excited about. So, yeah. That's huge. And They're it like, doesn't Wait say a minute. That I listen anywhere. to you every single day. And I'm like, yeah, it Look, doesn't. Nowhere. I didn't know, I know. that. How I would see. I know that? I'd have to do a deep Google know, search on you, you know. which I actually did. And we've, we, that's a whole nother conversation. That could be a whole nother podcast episode. But <laughs> no, don't go deep. What you would do next. <laughs> list of things here that make okay. you wow. <laughs> Okay. Wow. You need that. Okay. And then you're wow. using up extra space. Remember, everyone's phone is different. So you have best-selling author, right. break, at law of attraction, break, at voice actor, break. And you're making it go down. And you see that little more button that shows up there? That's no bueno yes. because not everyone's going to click more. You want to get them within that first 10 seconds when they get to your page and they glance. So bump all of that up. So best-selling sell- best author, at law of attraction. See how that works? Action. Gives you more. Or, I'm sorry, action. law of action. Law of attraction. Ooh, it's all working. Okay, yes. but <laughs> you want to bump those things up and tell a more dynamic story to get people to go, wow, that will build wow. your following. Then I have another Love tip it. for you. In oh, yeah. your posts, like I said, your photos are beautiful. I love the content that you're pushing. You have very little engagement with your audience. You're not responding to their comments. Yeah, it's funny. That's very interesting. So yeah, I'm definitely going to start doing that. That's kind of fun. It's just right, interesting how one the more. universe. One more. Go ahead. Okay. One more. Okay. Instagram more. is okay. no longer promoting photos. So all of those amazing photos you just had taken, you're going to have to get more creative. What is the new reels. hot thing on Instagram? Are reels. 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 Not even reels. Videos, reels. reels. See? So you you could do a slideshow of your new photos in a reel. 
Okay. And you got to make it fun. You have to make it engaging. It doesn't have to be you doing silly, stupid things or copying other people's reels, but it has to be something unique to you that gets your audience to go, wow. So for example, maybe giving tips on podcasting or giving tips on voice work, because a lot of people are recording their own podcast and don't know how to speak into the microphone. Other people are doing radio and trying to do television and doing things and voice work is powerful for them. So you could give little hacks that you do every day to prepare your voice to be on camera or on radio. Simple things. Love it. Love it. Yeah, no, it's good stuff. So uh, they're going to listen to this podcast. So to Brenna and Elizabeth, I've been just hounded every single day, every single... You got to do your reels, reels, reels. So I did, I did a few and as a perfectionist, which is, you know, as a videographer, I've been doing video for decades. And if you look at some of the videos that I have on my, on my podcast or my Instagram page, they take time. They don't just like one and done. So it's just about me doing the. Okay. You're overthinking it. You're overthinking because you know how long it takes to do videos. Like, I oh know. God, those videos. You're overthinking it. I know. Reels are 15, actually less. Some of my reels are 10 seconds. So you literally can do a reel that is super short. I did a reel the other day that did incredibly well of my experience at a restaurant. I just shot, I put my phone down facing me, had a coconut, or no, I had tea. I had a tea. I did some transitions with the tea. I actually filmed the restaurant and I said, when the restaurant matches my personal brand, bing. It was that easy and it got thousand views, over a thousand it. views now. My point is don't overthink a sign it. Just from the universe. Create. Yeah. Yes. Super gotcha. easy. And your Instagram gotcha. will do incredibly well, well because that's the new way. Well, today, when you're listening to the show, you're going to see that there's going to be some reels and there might be some a day before because I'm all into reels. So that's my new thing. Uh, it's written on my, my glass dry erase board right in front of me. It says, have you done your reels today? So, oh God, awesome. you're signed from the universe. I get it. I get it. Okay. I get it. I get it. I got to do my reels. <laughs> Beautiful. Oh, that's so fun. Sandy, you're amazing. I am so thrilled to have you here. Um, if you want to reach Sandy, um, you can reach her on Instagram at Sandy and Focus. And I'm a follower, just so you know, I followed you because Thank you're you. awesome. I, and I love you, you Brandy. And you're super cool. Yeah. I'm just like, I just loved your energy. It was so great. I, I, I saw your profile. And I'm like, oh, she's cool. Yeah. Absolutely. Definitely want her in the show. I mean, you went to the top of the line. Like, look at how cool that is. It's just, you Thank know, you. and that's confidence too. And you're, co- and yeah, you know, I will say you had a Canon camera. And so I'm glad it worked it out all the and way from also, Bali right now. Technology is amazing. It's just wonderful. You look great. You sound great. I'm very happy with your Shure SM7B microphone. I'm very happy you're using <laughs> earphones. I'm a, you're 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 one of my top guests. I'm thrilled to have you. If you want to reach Sandy, Thank you can you. reach her also on the web. Check out her Canon uh, cameras and her photographs. They're beautiful at sandyandfocus.com. And would you reach out? I also Let have her know a that you listen to this episode. Oh, free There's gift. A free quiz. A free quiz. Yes. But yes. wait, there's more. You will love okay, it. Okay, go. It's yes. How exposed so is your personal brand? So a free quiz. If you go to sandyandfocus.com, there's a quiz, or you can go to confidencejam.com forward slash quiz. Is that easy? Confidence jam. Come on. You can't miss that one. Dot com forward slash quiz and take the free quiz on how exposed your personal brand is. It's so much fun. You'll love it. You are so 
wonderful. And I have to say, you really are like a, a boy or girl virgin. Not a, definitely not a boy version, but I'm the boy <laughs> version of you, or you're a girl version of me. It's just, it's so funny because you like get so excited and you're so passionate. And you're like, and then this, and then this, and you're like me. So uh, people that don't have ADD that are listening to this show today are probably going to go. Oh my God, what is, what, 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 what were they, what? And you have lots of energy so and you're vivacious and Follow you just along. love life and it's great. I know. It's, thank you. you. Know, there'll be a, a program. So thank you so much for being here. Really appreciate it, Sandy. What a wonderful guest. Uh, it definitely was a fun ride because, uh, this is a little bit longer than I normally go. And I'm happy about that because it, you know, people say, how long is your podcast when they, when they're a guest? And I go, well, it's over when it's over. And you just know in a conversation when it's over. And we, mm -hmm. the conversation's over now. And it's so great. So our conversation's over. Thank you so much for being here. And you, the listener, thank you so much for allowing me, along with my very special guest, Sandy Grigsby, to touch your heart, move your soul, inspire you. Remember, take time out to breathe. Don't let fear stop you. Decide, plan, and act. Live a life of massive, inspired action. You got this. I'm Rob Actis. Until next time. Thank you for listening to the Living the Law of Action show with Mr. Action, Rob Actis. Please rate, review, and subscribe.